Hello, welcome to another five minutes with Sean, maybe 10. As we near the end of the first month of the year, um, I, I hope that everyone is off to the start they were looking for. Uh, for me personally, you know, January is kind of a quieter month business wise, but we ramped it up this year. We got busy, we got a lot of stuff going on. Um, again, don't forget to look out for us in February in Nashville. That's all I'll say. I know I've been talking about it a lot, but it's important to me. Um, so definitely please check it out if you haven't already. So today I want to talk to you guys about something because as always, you know, these things come up because of what I see in my daily life. Um, and, and right now digital retail is as big a word buzzword as you get. And it really got me thinking, um, digital retail, isn't that big of a deal um, by the percentages, right? The number of people engaging, but we need to be ahead of the times and ahead of the curve. And while I agree to all of that, um, and you may have heard me say this before, but this idea uh, of going where the customer is, that's what today is about. Go where the customer is and wants to be, okay? Um, back when we were selling cars back in 2003, look, dude, uh, we had customers that we were delivering cars to their home, business, and work. Um, it, it, it's no big deal. It's part of, it was part of the experience that we offered. So when I hear now about people going, you know, don't negotiate over the phone, don't give prices online, uh, you know, don't, don't do anything that will make it easier for the customer, it, it really makes me cringe. It drives me nuts because you're not going to be able to make it if you don't, but it isn't just about negotiating online or any of that. It's more than that. It's more than that. It's, it's about when you receive a lead, are you emailing first or are you texting first? Here's why. Email open rates hover between 10 and 15%. Text, email, text open rates hover between 80 and 90%. So your customer wants to be text. It's easier for them to be text, but here you are emailing. Right? Or you're emailing your customer and or texting your customer saying, whenever you get a chance, please call me. Whenever you get a chance, please call me. Um, newsflash, if they wanted to call you, they would have already done so. So they're engaging with you on their terms. You need to do a better job of meeting them on their terms. And that to me is really all of this digital retail stuff is about, to be honest. It's not it's fad. It's, oh, it's hip. You know, we got to be able to have e-commerce. Although I think Forbes said we're going to do like, you know, 12 to 13% uh, e-commerce as a, as, as a nation, right? And what we'll consume cars, probably a lot smaller amount. And what we see, it's like between three and 5% on the max ends. So instead of worrying about the exception, I prefer personally to worry about rules. And so the rule to me is the other 85, 90% of people. But just because 85, 90% of people don't, don't want to do quote unquote digital retail does not mean that they want to waste four to six to eight hours a day of their day trying to buy a car. It does not mean that. It means let's make it simpler. Okay. So let's take the, as we just said, let's take the incoming lead. All right. We text it. We call it. We get a hold of them. Customer says, great. I'm interested. You have the red one. I like the red one. What price do you have? Here's my price. Okay. Well, I have a trade in. Okay, well, when can you be here to let us see it? Well, I'm trying to collect numbers online. Yeah, we don't do that. And click. Or if it's not click, it's, well, why not? And there's questions and answers. The point is, you're not going to do it. So what does it matter? The customer asked you to do it for a reason. It doesn't matter the reason. Whether he's shopping you or not, guys, face it. If anyone's in their cell phone while in your dealership, 
there's a better than 50% chance they're shopping one last time to make sure. It's at their fingertips. What, you know, what are we talking about here? We need to make this simpler. Okay? And I know there are people in this space right now, like my boys, the brothers, Schomburg. Those guys are working on trying to connect people in a different way. Make it simpler. Do things people are aware of. Now, they're going to struggle, right? Because education, anytime you try to do something different, digital, retail, so on and so forth, in our industry, it's all about education. Car business is going on its sixth year in business. People still have no idea what I do. That's okay. Because when it comes time and people get concerned about what it is that we do do, they'll find us. Because we're the only ones who do it. And if we're not the only ones, I got to stop saying that, we're still the best at it. So even if you don't feel like that customer is going to buy from your dealership if you give him a trade range, he's not going to buy from your dealership if you don't. And notice I said trade range. I'm not here to commit to this guy. Hell, I wouldn't even give prices to people back in the day. And then I was like, well, if I get you the price you're looking for, can I get a $500 non-refundable credit card deposit from you? If yes, then yes. If no, then let's talk about why no and you want my price. How serious are you if you want me to get to my bottom? You see, it's an exchange of people, man. It's just always need to communicate with one another to find out what's really going on. Most times it's not about money or it's all about money. That's it. That's it. There's not, not a whole lot of difference in between. So when I'm talking about giving people the opportunity to negotiate online, I say trade range because a trade range, if the customer is shopping multiple dealerships and I say, look, that car could be anywhere worth $10,000 to $15,000, customer goes, that's a big range. I go, I agree. When can you be here to let me see it? Now, what did I do? I gave them an answer. I earned the right to ask for what I need next. This is a social contract. That's how they work. So let's get involved with each other, right? Here we are. 10 to 15,000. Great. When can you be here? Well, I don't know. I'll call you back. Cool. First dealership he goes to says his car's worth 10 grand. Guess what he remembers? Up here. Ah, Sean. Sean said my car's worth 15 grand. Sean didn't say that. Sean said it could be. Might not be. Sean doesn't know. So now he shows up to Sean. Sean asks questions. If you were watching our last week's episode, ask questions, prepare to close. When you do that, you find out that, hey, the trade, the guy got 10 grand before, so let's come back at 11. Let's make cardio move on with our lives. At least give ourselves the best chance to do so because we gave the guy a trade range. It's okay, give me your price online. That's all digital retail is. You guys are going to lock them in. Yeah, you want to get ink on paper. Cool, cool, cool. Great. Um, still doesn't matter, right? People are now starting to offer return policies because some of the ink in certain states doesn't matter. So again, I would, I would caution you against the idea of this 100% transactional online because less than 5% of consumers truly want it right now. They want the option to get down the funnel. That doesn't take more tech and shit, guys. It takes breaking old bad habits. That's what it takes. And if you're not into that, that's okay. Then just expect certain things to happen throughout the next couple of years with, with the evolution of business. I don't know that it's a bad thing. That's not what I'm saying. I'm just saying that things will change. And if we don't uh, try to adapt to those changes, 
then we end up in the same place doing that whole thing, you know, if I do it over and over, what's that thing called? Uh, Insanity. Insanity. Producer wife with all the answers. That's what we're talking about. See, I, I got rid of it out of my head because I hated it so much, right? But here I am. So you want to, if you want to change that, you want to do something different, then you're going to want to get involved with the customer where they want to meet you. And I don't think it's more complicated than that. I don't think it does take more tech and more BS. Um, I think it's just a matter of people make, oh, well, the Amazon or the Netflix. Look what they did to those industries. Yeah. Uh, they went where they knew the consumer wanted to be before the consumer knew they wanted to be there. We now know because of those companies where our consumers want to be. That's probably our fault, right? Because we were around well before video stores. But we didn't adapt as quickly. So Netflix said, you know, customers probably just want to be at home. So let's just figure out a way to make it online. Amazon said, maybe they don't want to go to the store. Maybe they want to buy online. Stop making those comparisons to the automotive space being put out of business by technology. Um, it's reckless and stupid. So just stop. Those aren't real things at all. What has to happen? Again, until people stop buying cars, which again, if you listen and read, you've got like seven to 10 years before people stop buying cars. Like, I don't know. I find it hard to believe that the micro economy that is the automotive industry in just seven years will just be, be gone in the air. But again, I, I try to be more of a realist than some crazy person, but maybe I'm crazier for not believing. I don't know. A little off topic, but still in the same area going where the customer is. So I guess if in seven to 10 years, the customer is somewhere different for cars, we will go there. Yes, there are leasing programs and subscription programs and sharing programs and Uber and blah, 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 blah. Yes, again, those are all things that have changed in the space. They all still require cars. That's, that's what I can tell you. So if now you're selling your cars to people who need a better car because they drive for Uber, cool. But Uber existing isn't going to stop people from buying cars. I have friends who live in the city of Chicago. They have cars, but they use Uber all the time. Do you know why they have cars? So when they get out of that like 10 square miles they live in to go do other things with their lives, they require cars. So they're going to be here. So we just have to adapt to where the customer wants us to be found. So that could be chat on your website. Think about that. Could be DR, digital retail. When that phone rings, get serious. That customer doesn't have to make the phone ring, okay? That doesn't have to happen. So take it seriously when the phone does ring, okay? Take it seriously. And if you don't have training, get training on the phone. Reach out to guys like Reed Richards, okay? Guy like that loves what he does, thinks the phone has dollar signs popping out of it like a slot machine. He'd be right. But I'm telling you, text, chat, that form of communication is just as valuable to you. So when you're thinking about how to engage your customer, think about how you yourself want to be engaged. Okay? Think for yourself. How do I want to be engaged and then go engage the consumer that way? Okay. That was a fun lesson. I had fun. All, as always, I love doing this, guys. It's like my favorite thing to do every other week. So here we go. 
We got a dog out over here. See, even the dogs are tired of me sitting down here. So, uh, as always, guys, you can find me on LinkedIn, Facebook, Twitter, uh, all the podcast networks. I believe producer just verified that we are on the Google Play Musics of the world, the Spotify, the Apple Play Music, wherever you podcast, Stitcher. <laughs> what is Stitcher? We're on Stitcher, guys. All right? This is right? I'm not that guy. I'm this guy. Okay? I'm not that guy. All right? But as always, where do I love to find you? That's right. 262 278 0157 is the text and phone line. Thank you guys so much. Have a wonderful close to January. <laughs>